Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Jesse Ventura just shows up and he's like, what do y'all have in here? Why can't we take a tour? Right. Take a tour. You have a tour once a year? Does that make sense to you? Does it make sense to me? What do you got in there? What's back there? And he's like, you know. And, <laughs> so like, I love that. I love the idea that he's showing up to places and being like, I want a fucking tour. And he's like, sir, nobody tours. This isn't that kind of place. <laughs> It's not an issue of us hiding something. Nobody wants to be here. <laughs> He's like, no, show me the fucking back. That's why. <laughs> the government growing babies. Microchips in your anus. All koala bears are racist. The ozone layer owes me money. Martians invented turkey stuff. Yep, there it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we prove that Lizzo's DNA test was only 97% that bitch and 3% Guatemalan. She's lying to you people. She ain't all that bitch. She's a little bit Guatemalan and she needs to be honest about it. I am your host, Langston Kerman. As always, I'm excited to be here. My guest today is a phenomenal comedian, a hilarious person, a dear friend, a person who I think we started sort of our formative years in Hollywood together. We, we did new faces together. We, we sort of bonded as young pupils in, in the world of comedy. <laughs> And he's since gone on to do amazing shit. He was on Last Comic Standing. He's been on Comedy Central, AP Bio. You know him from the 85 South Show, one of the funniest goddamn podcasts there is. You know him. You love him. Give it up for my friend, Mr. Clayton English. Yeah, man. What's up, man? Hell yeah, dog. Langston. <laughs> you got some bars in that theme song, man. You got some bars. Yeah, it's you know I I Nick Chambers, who's a very hilarious comedian out in New York, helped me put that bad boy yeah. together. We wrote some lyrics together. He did all the music because I suck at it. But yeah, it's it's. No, it came together nice. Yeah, that's a little bop, man. Go ahead, hey, and put thanks, that on Spotify, man. man. <laughs> we got to get that on the Spotify playlist <laughs> of one song, just that one. <laughs> where are you right now? Where Where are you? I'm in L.A. I know, okay, yeah. yeah, I know we have similar backgrounds where it looks like we are being held hostage. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm in L.A. I swear I can see a palm tree. I swear. Just in a blank room with nothing <laughs> in it. Yeah. The thing is, my wife, uh, we're in a new house and I'm in the closet. 
literally speaking, not metaphorically. No, uh, no. I, <laughs> I'm in the closet and she got a room to herself to do her work. So this is my deal. I'm in a closet with a bunch of pillows and shit. And That's she, marriage. Uh, you, yeah. She get a house, you get a closet. Absolutely. I, it's the <laughs> compromise that she made. And I, I guess I agreed to it. I don't know. Anyway, this is exciting. I'm happy you're here because you came to me with maybe this. It's interesting because I mentioned it to you before. It's a conspiracy that I personally had not heard a lot of, but a a fan of the show DM'd and basically said, you got to talk about this. And I was so excited that this was one of the options you sent me. But you said, my mama told me. Hurricanes are the souls of slaves lost in the middle passage. Yeah, that's what whips up hurricanes. Okay. Because it's the route they took, right? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So they started Africa, and then they always fuck up the South. Like Yes. So, yeah, I think it's like black slave soul freaknik, and it's a kind <laughs> of a caravan, and they just culminate, and, you know? <laughs> it's you just... Know? It's just slaves twerking their way <laughs> all the way <laughs> to Atlanta to just fuck up some shit. They never can quite make it to Atlanta, so it's always right somewhere in the <laughs> Gulf that gets hit. You know, Florida, Alabama, you know what I'm saying? The Gulf Coast, like right. They're Galveston, reaching for somewhere Atlanta. in Texas. Yeah, they they're dreaming for the they're dreaming for the opportunities to get to Atlanta. Oh. To make their mark in the the world of Tyler Perry Studios, but unfortunately they don't make it that far, and instead they get stuck in yeah. goddamn Mississippi or wherever. Wind up blowing away forty trailer parks in the process. Right. <laughs> okay, this is it. I feel like maybe one of the the more like at least on paper insane conspiracy theories that a person could present, that these souls have transformed into hurricanes and are attacking the states and other places. Talk to me about where you first heard this. Where does this first come into your your life? So my family's from Pensacola, Florida. Mm-hmm. So hurricanes just a way of life down there. And for so long, Pensacola would always get missed. It always get missed when it finally got hit. It actually just got hit. My granddad's house got fucked up. With the last hurricane that just happened there. Oh, shit. So, yeah, he's good. Everybody's good. Yeah. Yeah, so around that, you start hearing the hurricane story. And it's so many, like, hurricane conspiracy theories, I pay attention to maybe too much. <laughs> like, like, like I fuck with weather control. I fuck with whatever Kodak Black say on that yeah. Spar song with Dreezy. Like, like <laughs> we ain't got no name. Where you think Hurricane Harvey from? I just, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, this, right. <laughs> the wind don't have a name. This alleged rapist is talking that talk. I like what he's saying. Florida is a duality. <laughs> Motherfuckers is going to be the most fucked up individual you could be and then say some shit that sure. damn near makes motherfucking perfect sense. Right. Florida gives you that perfect storm, if you will, of you just insanity and like you know a lot. You've seen a lot because and of that's what why you like, oh, you're, you're like, are y'all crazy? Cause it's right. like it's it's clicks of motherfuckers. Like this yeah. shit made a lot of fucking sense. And if you you can't watch people wrestle alligators and fucking do wild Florida shit and then expect them to just come with reasoned logic, they're coming with Florida logic. And that doesn't right. make it wrong. That just right. makes it specific to the experience they have. Right, right. There you go. Yeah. Hell yeah. So you're growing up you're around hurricanes enough or at least like hearing about hurricanes enough that this comes up and what is your first thought are you bought in are you like hell yeah i believe you yes i want to believe it but i don't actually like on a karmic level yeah fuck yeah that shit is dope and then i went to school in tallahassee i went to florida a&m so then you start getting around motherfuckers that have behold the pale horse and you know what I'm saying? Like, every day, yeah. I still think hurricanes is the spirits of the motherfuckers that didn't make it. Like, that shit just sounds fucking good. Fuck it. It's a good fucking movie. If we put yeah. white people on a ship and it was a hurricane of niggas around them mad about slavery, that would be horrifying for the white viewer. Yeah, it's. I will say it's a goddamn great ghost story. And 
like you're saying, it's a fantastic movie and I don't know if it's rooted in any truth, but damn, does this feel like a thing that would be exciting to watch and a, a sweet justice to serve out to the yeah. world. Yeah. So I always like believed it just for the hope of it because it sounds good. Mm-hmm. Certain shit just sound good, man. Like Sure. <laughs> I'm not going I'm not going to die about this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going right. like, you know. It's rapper shit. It's a it's a little bit of a flex. You flex Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like but I believe it. Like is it just the path. Just the path alone is what really sells it. Like right. You can't so, argue with where hurricanes originate and where they wind up. Right. So for our listeners at home what Clayton is referring to and this is something that I unpacked in the research is that hurricanes generally generate from West Africa that like literally they follow the Atlantic slave trade route starting in West Africa and then moving towards the Caribbean and then South America and North America and sort of like this spitting formation towards like these mm-hmm. other continents and spaces. What'd you say? A spitting formation? Uh, <laughs> see, look at, see, come on. You believe it. You believe it a little bit, dog. <laughs> Listen, when I first heard it, I was like, this is silly. This will be a fun thing to talk about, but I don't know what I believe. And then I started looking at some of those maps. I'm like, God damn, these... Look how it's spreading out. Look how it's like attacking these specific places. Like there's vengeance to be served. This feels vengeful in a way that I didn't anticipate. He said it was spitting. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like Tupac. You know what I mean? When he was mad at the camera, like Africa just spitting. Right. Fuck y'all. Okay. So you wanted to believe it. At any point, did you jump off of the train of belief? Was there anything that sort of like made you go, ah, fuck, this is where I I have trouble with it? Yeah, when, when black people kept getting fucked up by the hurricanes. Yeah. But <laughs> that's kind of where they, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's hard to say that this is like serving up justice when the only people who really suffered in Katrina were just black people trapped on roofs you know what i mean right. like but then you know that's a whole nother conspiracy you know so right with the levees and everything okay wait talk me hold on now wait talk to me a little bit about the conspiracy behind the levees i don't know uh, enough. Uh, oh man okay so when katrina happened in order to save the money-making part of new orleans mm. it's people that claim that they heard explosions that live near the levees and the levees broke supposedly flooded a lot of the black areas that was, you know, it's like they decided what was worth, you know what I'm saying? How can we alleviate this pressure? And all right, send it there. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's a, instead of the levees breaking randomly, which could have affected everyone, the levees were destroyed. Yeah. Sort of like blown up in a specific area that made sure that this specific group was the only people who suffered from it. Right. Yeah. Wow. I had never heard that before, but shit. That's how they yeah. get you. So that's how they get <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, you it's in um, you know, Spike Lee got a long documentary about it. It was like stuff that was known. I remember like I was in Atlanta at the time and I just was seeing people from New Orleans like flood Atlanta and you hear their stories and stuff and it was mm-hmm. like, damn it, man. Like it has a at least an air of a possibility behind it because of how cities are often set up, right? And you sort of were talking about it a second ago, but so many hurricanes leave black, brown, and poor people in their wake. Like they are the ones who suffer the most at the hands right. of hurricanes. And that's not because like we're goofy and just don't know where to be. <laughs> it's because fucking cities are structured in a way that ensure that black people are the first in line when some bullshit happens. Right, yeah, we usually push to the edge. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? We push to the edge until they want to come to the edge, and then when they want to come back, <laughs> that's yeah. we, like, it's just like a motherfucking constant ripple of gentrification, and all right, y'all niggas can come back. All right, get back out there. Right. All right, come back. Get your ass back out there. Like, it's fucking stupid, man. Right. You know, you hear about all the Caribbean islands where like they get fucking terrible damage from hurricanes and right. t- all the things that happen, but it never happens on any of those resorts. 
the resorts are always fine because they have a clear strategy of like, oh, we know where the hurricanes always hit. And even if we suffer a little bit, this isn't going to take our entire property. Right. Whereas like the people that live on this island, we're going to put y'all right in the fucking way. And you're going to take the brunt of everything that's happening. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that's true. And I just thought, you know, I mean, well, poor people going to lose more because they got less. Right. Uh, yeah (laughs) fuck it doesn't feel good to hear it out loud but that's very correct (laughs) no matter how this plays out a lot but (laughs) yeah you lost it all like (laughs) it actually only took a little bit of rain to take everything because we ain't have shit but we did in fact lose everything in the process oh man. man okay so when you start to balance the fact that it is mostly black people brown people poor people suffering at the hands of these hurricanes what do you think or do you think there's any connection in like what that could mean for this slave trader is that just the failure of that premise no i just think it uh it don't care you know what i'm Mm. saying like this shit happened man whatever the fuck is up there is gonna get it like yeah (laughs) Sorry, y'all. Like, <laughs> like we just gonna spray the block. You know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah, gonna yeah, spray yeah. The block and we sorry who got hit, got hit, but we spraying. You said it. You said spitting. You said spitting. Right. So, <laughs> right, niggas who shoot, they ain't shooting for the kids. But if a kid oh, gets shot, yeah, right, that was part of this. Hey, man, we sorry, but hey. <laughs> This beef is everlasting. Right. <laughs> you see what this motherfucker did to me, did to my family? Fuck y'all. I don't give a shit if you got a an El Dorado parked in your yard. <laughs> I got shit to do. I got justice to serve. Damn. Okay. So in uh, some ways, it sounds like the people that are living in these spaces are for the souls of these slaves, a necessary sacrifice or a potential sacrifice that they're willing to make for their grander justice. Ooh, I I ain't think about it as like a sacrifice. I just thought about it like on, <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't think about it that far. You got me thinking about it more and more now. But yeah, like I said, I can't really call that. I just got back from Cancun, right? We went down to Mexico and my wife and I like literally dodged a hurricane as we were leaving. Like the hotel called up yesterday morning. They were like, hey, we're sending people to a shelter. I know y'all are leaving soon, but y'all trying to go to that shelter too? Or what was happening? And we were like, no, no, no. We're going to leave immediately. We ain't trying to stick this out. And I think even that right like that idea of being able to move a bunch of people you know that are on Mm, some resort and in a hotel to a shelter is an option that most poor people don't have right it's that's a luxury that's a resource even though the shelter probably was going to be bunk beds and like bologna sandwiches right yeah no it was going to be some bullshit most definitely it was going it was (laughs) (laughs) like like you think you're moving a resort adjacent (laughs) nah buddy you go drop no. all the way off. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess, right. I guess when they know they coming and it's super big, they do try to evacuate. So, I mean, but you know, people stay if they want to stay. I think that goes to the grander issue, right? Is that like when you know it's big, when you have the resources to be able to check these things. And, you got somewhere and, to go. Yeah. And plan and have somewhere to go. Fuck yeah. Now. OK, cool. I'll leave. But if I'm somebody who in no way has any other resources, has nowhere else to go, couldn't tell you how to leave in the first place, I'm fucking stuck. Right. Yeah. And I'm trapped in the thing. And that isn't, I think, the result of these souls or these slaves. That's just a result of the slave owners continuing to pull their bullshit. Right. So these very well could be the souls of these slaves trying to do the justice that they want to do but unfortunately slave owners have maintained a type of uh control that right keeps right right the souls from protecting themselves or doing right. the right thing rather right 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 there's people in the way that shouldn't be in the way and right exactly. like like they saw it they saw it a long time ago like oh yeah. these motherfuckers <laughs> right why does it keep happening <laughs> they were throwing people off the boats and like oh he gonna come back 
that motherfucker gonna be mad at me. I gotta do. I gotta start playing chess because if right. he come back, I'm gonna get fucked up. He's having it crazy. Okay, we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back with more Clayton English and more. My mama told me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are back. back here with more clayton english more my mama told me we're still talking about the souls of the slaves lost in the middle passage and the possibility that they might be hurricanes out here batman in the shit out of the the people that hurt them and the, yes. the ancestors of the people that hurt them yes <laughs> wait you were telling me and this is exciting you were telling me about some of the weather control stuff that you've been looking up uh oh yeah yeah <laughs> the harp thing but uh, Jesse Ventura, the wrestler and then the mm-hmm. governor dude, he had a conspiracy theory show and he would go around to these places and it was basically a wrestler harassing people about <laughs> shit that nobody's supposed to be talking about. Right. Wait, so what was his, what was it on? Was it like public access shit? Nah, it was it was on a real channel. I think he might maybe had one season. It was like mm-hmm. um, it was on one of them channels that's something else now. It was like True TV before they started doing comedy, oh, probably when it was right. like they was judge shows, and then they didn't know what they wanted to do. And he was right. like, "Truth, I got the truth, brother." <laughs> he was the the thing that pushed them into comedy. They were like, "Hey, we can't keep doing this, man." Jesse don't know how to act. We got to get the impractical jokers in here. We got to get somebody in here, man. (laughs) Call the Tenderloin. (laughs) (laughs) This is going too far. I like Jesse Ventura because I feel like in the videos that I've watched of his work, it's like every, I would say, fifth thing that he says is like, 
hell yeah, dog, you're fucking killing it. And then everything else just sounds like a promo video for Raw. You yeah. know what I mean? Where it's just yeah. like a, a dude talking crazy, crazy. Yeah, but he would have the information. They'd be like, okay, heart runs off the same frequency that your brain waves operate off of. Mm-hmm. Originally started as a cloud seeding program. You know what I'm saying? It can yeah. shoot it into the ionosphere, yep. but like it's a reverse reaction. Like if you do some shit up this way, some shit's gonna happen on the other side of the earth that like yeah. some crazy shit. Like supposedly tesla technology or whatever but yeah that's where i first heard about the harp shit and i got you yeah that's about the end of my research for it too i looked it up a little <laughs> bit but then i also didn't want like jesse ventura come and asking me shit about it <laughs> or like i wasn't even really worried about the authorities like if the authorities came i was gonna be like i was high i was looking right. for a harp. I, I put, come on I dog one... <laughs> i love drugs what are you talking right, about right i was geeking we can't geek no more <laughs> Oh, you saying smoking is illegal in most states? All right, you tripping, man. Cool, cool. All right, here's what I want to do. I want to get into some of this research because I found, and this surprised me, that there is a fair amount of of not crazy things sort of cooked into what seems like an otherwise just sort of spiritual, emotionally driven conspiracy theory. Okay. Let's start with some of the actual crazy things that I read. One of the things that I read said that some people claim that specifically the souls of black women are the ones that are these hurricanes, which is why they're called her hurricanes. <laughs> that is just the women who were, I guess, uh, of childbearing age, and that's why we call them hurricanes, but it's specifically black women who are attacking the U.S. and the Caribbean with their souls, if you will. Any thoughts on that that move you in any way? Yeah, it makes sense. (laughs) The manner in which a hurricane moves, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a neck roll of a storm, you know what I mean? Like, it attacks hard. Then it takes a break, and it's then it gets back in fast. your ass. <laughs> you see it coming. <laughs> Ain't shit you can do about it. And then you look it in its eyes, and you try to calm it down, but right, nope. Right. This motherfucker no, ain't finished. She ain't done. She ain't done. She taking a break. <laughs> she just resting up. Yes. I yes. love that. In a good way, though. In a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want the women at home to think that we're saying horrible things to generalize them. We're merely making fun of you ladies because we're afraid of you. And you yeah. hold a, a powerful <laughs> weight in uh, certainly my heart. And I think Clayton's as well. Very much so. Here's another one that I thought was fun. Some people claim that the path of the hurricane, that like the trail that you talked about of it moving from west africa to the caribbean to north america to south america looks suspiciously like the path of the firefox logo that like it's somehow an an identical movement of the firefox shifting downward and then over like that wow around the world and i don't know what that's supposed to mean like maybe, you know, they knew the whole time or that we are black people are the fox on fire. I'm not sure the implications, but that's a theory that's popping up a lot. It looks like the Firefox logo. So that means mm-hmm. the Firefox logo people yep. had to know what the hurricane path looked like. Okay. Because there's so many ways to make a fox. And that fox is not a real cousin fox. <laughs> you could have made a cute, cuddly fox. Or some a fox that people like seeing. You don't really yeah. like seeing that fox. Hell no, that's a demon fox, and they knew what they were doing when they made it. That's a goddamn demon fox. That's a Naruto fox if I've ever seen one, and exactly. it's consuming the earth. Come on, man, a fox that can fly around the globe. Who? who no, that's not the fox. See, they knew. They knew. Yeah, they, they, they knew. were up to something. I don't know what they were up to, but they were yep. up to something. Here's another one that doesn't make a lot of sense, but when I typed in are hurricanes the souls of one of the things that autofills automatically on google is people saying are hurricanes the souls of the people lost on 9-11 that like the people in the twin towers for some reason who were because it happens in september i guess i don't whose theory is this 
Did, were just... they born? <laughs> when were they born? Two thousand? Like, you think hurricanes just started? It's weird to me because it's like, why would the people, the souls of the people lost in nine eleven, be like, you know what? I'm about to fuck up New Orleans. I'm about to go beat the shit out of <laughs> out of Haiti. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go tear Florida apart because of what happened to me in a plane crash unrelated to any of these places. Let me go knock over these daiquiris. <laughs> what is that, a motherfucker listening to Jimmy Buffett? I'm about to get that bitch. I love that. Okay, yeah. let's dig into some of the more legitimate science or reasoning behind some of these things. So okay. you mentioned it before that the hurricane travels the path of the Atlantic slave trade. 85% apparently of hurricanes certainly the ones that hit the U.S., form off the coast of West Africa. So 85%. This isn't just like, you know, us being dramatic about the number. This is legit that like almost every hurricane that comes to the U.S. was formed off the coast of West Africa. That's crazy. So 85%, like, if you think about that in like, let's say basketball term, if a motherfucker is shooting 85% for three, Mm -hmm. wet. Yeah. Bucket. (laughs) Kill it. It's over. Like, <laughs> lights out on your ass. Like, 85%. Steph don't even do that. No. Who? Who? Like, 85%? 85% of your shots are on target? Yep. Where the other ones originate from? Did it say that? I, it probably did. I didn't. You, here's how I do my research. <laughs> uh, like a nigga who didn't go to school for journalism. You know what I mean? I just read the part that interests me, and then I move on. As to not add any kerfuffle in my brain. <laughs> no, but that makes sense. I'm just wondering where else. It was probably somewhere else they fucked over too. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like it might even be a little white country. It's probably Ireland or some shit. Right. <laughs> Been fucking us over for years. <laughs> I love that. I love that. There's the only other hurricanes just are the souls of like these irritated Irish people who were being treated as indentured servants. When they came to America and they they want their justice too, but nobody gives a fuck. Oh, that's great. Okay, so this is where I started to become a little bit conspiratorial myself in all of this. Okay. Hurricanes are formed through low pressure air below basically being surrounded by high pressure air that moves in over the low pressure air. And then it starts to warm and rise. And then the rising air cools and condenses and they form like these spinning cloud cycles. Right. And so when I start to think about the low pressure and the high pressure, my metaphorical brain kicks in and I'm like, who had low pressure in these situations? Slave owners who had the Mm. high pressure, the people being stolen and beaten and murdered. Yeah. In, in these situations. So maybe that high pressure is the slave spirits moving in over these low pressure zones, creating the hurricanes and then moving westward to fuck up some shit. That's crazy. That's yeah. So high pressure meets low pressure and the storms just start whipping up. Exactly. So it's probably like a bunch of little fights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. And it yeah, turned into a whole goddamn all-out WrestleMania brawl. Yes, and part of it is that, and this is where it gets even sort of more clearly the brawl that you're talking about, is that high-pressure area or that high-pressure is coming off of the Sahara, off this dry sort of like land where it's mm. like deserty, and then moving into this moist sort of low-pressure southern Atlantic water and then that's when the mixture happens and that's when everything is happening so it's literally coming from the body of the land in the desert where the people were from and then moving over the body of where the uh, oppressors these colonizers were coming from creating the hurricanes that then transfer to America man that's dope I'm glad you did this research (laughs) because I didn't look up shit Listen, that's not your responsibility. You just got to be funny. You're killing it. Hey, man, that (laughs) shit was, that's crazy. So it comes from the land and then goes over to 
where the people was coming from that was taking the people from where they mm-hmm. was from over the water all the way to go out and meet the low pressure situation. Crazy. Exactly. So here's the other thing that I think was fascinating when I pulled from all of the, like the facts about the slave trade is that the journey to the quote unquote new world that they were basically calling the Middle Passage lasted anywhere from six to 12 weeks, assuming that there were no other disruptions, which included things like pirates, rival slave ships or even hurricanes themselves. Right. That like assuming you were able to make the trip. Without any disruptions, it still took you damn near, what, three months to get from the coast of Africa to wherever you were going, be it the Caribbean, okay. South America, whatever that is. I'm In that you. time, only 13% of the people that they're capturing are making it all the way through this journey. So lots and lots of people are dying in this process. So only 13% are making it? I believe so. I could have misread that and it could have been that 13% are dying, but I'm pretty sure that it's saying that either way. Yeah. Either way, a shit ton of people, a big portion of the people that are making this trip are dying in the process, which leads further to your suggestion that there's a lot of souls seeking vengeance for what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is like that old Paul Mooney joke. He talk about sharks like we ain't ate niggas in years. (laughs) (laughs) Right. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when they used to come that dark meat? That shit was so good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the thing. It's like we're talking about. I think, at least for me, everything that that we hear about the slave trade, right, is the people who make it to America or make it to like wherever they become slaves. But what this is saying is massive, massive amounts of people did not even make it to land, that they died in this process because yeah. they were either beaten to death, starved to death, kidnapped, thrown, uh, off, the boat. thrown yeah. off the boat, did, killed in weather, whatever the fuck it is, which means that more than we can account for are pretty pissed about what happened to them. Yeah, I, I'm all the way believing it now. Now that you just went on with the research, like I'm so <laughs> like like I I fight a motherfucker about this shit now. <laughs> so one one of the counters that we sort of talked about previously that I think is worth us talking about again because it, it comes up a lot in some of the things that I'm reading is basically black people who are writing articles about this basically being like, hey, look. I get it. It's a nice feeling to believe it, but it also is a very uh, fucked up thing to suggest that these souls are never going to find peace, that they're just constantly seeking vengeance forever and always for what happened to them and never going to, you know, heaven or whatever you believe in for like their souls to be at rest. Yeah, man. I don't know how ghosts work, but you don't get to. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, like, like you. They just gonna say that shit and then not have a suggestion for what to do about it. Go out right. there and, and let them know. Like, yo, we good. We good. Are you saying that when you on a carnival cruise ship? Are you talking right. to the spirits? Are you sitting there drinking my ties and sliding down the goddamn slide? Maybe right. talk to the spirits. Be like, I made it, bitch. I got a four hundred one k. My kids strike. Like, talk to them. Play Obama speech. Let these yeah. motherfuckers hear, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I like that. Yeah, don't just throw out what you think it shouldn't be. Give a fucking answer to what it is. Because the reality is these ghosts might be upset and they might need your comfort. They might need you to step in and be like, hey, relax. We'll figure it out from here. I don't know how ghosts work all the way. Mm-hmm. None of you us do. You know what I mean? Yeah, so if they're like, oh, that's, that's messed up to think that they'll never get no rest. No, it's messed up to think how they got there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. the whole situation messed up. Like, what do you, like, you can't tell a ghost, like, oh, I'm sorry. You can't make it. <laughs> right. Okay, this is where I start to get even more conspiratorial, right? Because okay. I think that one of the things that I read, it sort of comes from what we're talking about right now is a bunch of people being like, 
I don't like the idea of the slaves having to spend their life vengeful and sad forever and always. And then other people being like, yeah, and it's pretty fucked up to think that these slaves are attacking their own people. I don't want to believe in this. But what I started to think, what I started, and I'm going to whisper at you for a second. I'm going to get real quiet. What I started to think was maybe these slaves are not, in fact, attacking people at all, but they're attacking the system that put them in servitude, in shackles in the first place. So these mm-hmm. slaves are not attacking any individual, but instead attacking capitalism, right? Ooh. Every time that a hurricane hits the US or hits one of these places, the economy gets fucked. Things yep. in that city, tourism, money, it's getting ruined by these category four, category five storms, right? Yeah. And so at the end of the day, Capitalism's what put me in these shackles. Capitalism is what I'm angry at. I don't give a fuck who's on the other side of that, black, brown, white, otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the system. So it means that until you give us like some type of reparation, you gotta tie it to the, the money. If you want mm-hmm. these souls to rest, yeah. <laughs> you would like these souls to rest, my brother. <laughs> Pay them all. Give me your grit money. <laughs> Give me your grit money for one year. One year, and I will rest all these souls. I will put 16 souls to rest. Give me your grit money. I do. I, I, money. <laughs> I think at the root of this, we are talking about the potential of like how money controls everything right money was the ultimate cause of why these souls were taken in the first place and so there's a very logical possibility that money is the thing or this type of money is the thing that these souls are angriest at yeah yeah i believe that i believe okay i'm with it capitalism yep (laughs) y'all ain't give us no money yep y'all still killing black folks yep (laughs) They still doing it. They look over before they come. They look over to see if it's right before they come. They like right. they, they still on that shit. Come on, y'all. Let's go on over there. Oh, wait a minute. Jeff Bezos got how much? <laughs> yeah, we gonna have to fuck some shit up. We gotta ride, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> okay, this is the last thing that I'll throw out to you as even more support for your conspiracy theory. I think it's more support. But one of the things that kept coming up was the idea that hurricanes every year become more and more extreme, right? That like we're not talking about the same even quality and quantity of hurricanes as we were talking about back when the slave trade was originally happening, which does in fact suggest the possibility that these slaves are these souls are uniting to seek vengeance. Now, you could argue that that's all the result of global warming and, you know, the damage that we're doing to the earth. Or you could argue, nah, these slaves just get madder and madder every year. I mean, however you want to look at it, either way works. Mm-hmm. Because if it's getting hotter than that, they getting more powerful. That's y'all fault, too. Right. It's all your fault. It's all yeah. your fault. You mean, you yes. mean global warming is, oh, yeah. Well, well then they're going to get stronger mm-hmm. because of something you did. Because they died because of something you did. So that's how it would work if it was an anime or some shit. Right. I you like dig. that. I like that because I think that that actually connects us right back to where we were with the economy, right? Is that ultimately you are continuing to create the negative results of what you built from this slave trade. You're growing all this negativity, which leads us, which takes us even further into the possibility that these souls are seeking vengeance. Yeah, most definitely. Hell yeah. All right, we're going to take one more break and then we'll be back with more Clayton English and more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are back. Hey, yeah, we're back with more Clayton English. More my mama told me we're spitting. We're spitting off the coast. (laughs) Spitting those bars. Yes, yes. Great. (laughs) I want to play a game. We're going to play a quick game. And this game is called Homemade Hotel. Okay, Homemade Hotel. It's a very simple game where I'm going to introduce to you a pretty standard fact out in the world. And then what I would like for you to do is hotep the shit out of it. Add all the flavoring and uh, nuance that you need to add to it to make it as conspiratorial as possible. Do whatever you want to add some flair to this bad boy. Right. And so we're talking about natural disasters. And what I started to think was, okay, if hurricanes are, in fact, the souls of something, what else could be the souls of something? And so what I would like for you to do is dig into earthquakes. 316,000 people died from earthquakes in 2016. 316,000 people internationally died from earthquakes. What I would love for you to do is talk to me about what you think those earthquakes are seeking vengeance for. Is for fucking up the mountains and other shit. Like mm-hmm. anytime you fuck with rock, Yep. They don't like that. Every, every time you crack the foundation on one side of the earth, the other side, it, it, they don't like that. They don't like that. They want to be how it's, they want to be shaped and formed how they want to form. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They want to be shaped by weather and water. They don't want you coming in with jackhammers and big ass motherfucking drills. And so every crack eventually is going to keep goddamn quaking because y'all keep cracking shit and you Hell keep yeah. on cracking shit and you don't stop cracking shit. Yes. And until you stop cracking, even fracking is cracking. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> fracking is cracking. Fracking is cracking. I like that. I And I, talk to me a little bit about the who the they is. Who is the they in this? Anybody who building some shit that's too big, that shit don't mm-hmm. need to be that big. There you a go. house, no problem. But you trying to build a motherfucking guitar-shaped hotel? Oh, that's an earthquake, <laughs> baby. 
that's gonna fuck up somebody's home on the other side of the earth. <laughs> you arrogant bitch. Why do you need a hotel shaped like a guitar? Come on. What is that for? Who who is that? <laughs> who does that benefit? Who sees that tacky shit and is like, I've got to stay there. I want to stay right in the neck of that right, giant right. shitty guitar. No. That right. is something that needs to come down. And you're saying that the souls of the earth, really, the earth is responding and, and fighting back against that bullshit. Right. Yeah. I love I think it. that's what it is. I think we did it. Clayton English, what a great episode. Could you tell the people where they could find you? Where, where hey, man. shit you have going on? Yeah, it's Clayton English on everything. Social media, all the Instagram is just Clayton English. One word. YouTube, I got a thing called Dope Movies. Check that out. Keep supporting everything we be doing. 85 South, there's a bunch of stuff coming. So, hey, come on, let's go. Yeah, go fuck with Clayton. Go listen to his shit. Go watch it. got an shit. album, too. Clayton English, yeah. all the same. Listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Rock with him. And as always, you can follow me at Langston Kerman on all this stuff. Oh, and if you have drops or if you have theories or if you have stuff you want to send me, send it to my mama pod at gmail.com. You've been great. Bye. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.